G'day and welcome to part one of Beyond the Fences two-part NBA season preview. I really enunciated the two. I don't know why. Um, this is the best intro you're going to get. Tim Ray's back. How are you? Well. Are you, are you excited for hoop season? Are we, we not? We, we talked about this on the weekend. It's like I the first couple of games, the opening tip night, I, do, I never care for these games. No, it's much yeah. prefer like a slate of 12. I mean, I get obviously why they do it, but yes, I have no interest in like two typically, typically manufactured matchups, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know who's playing, I haven't even looked at it. It's like Sixers Celtics, maybe, maybe not. Uh, that sounds right, yeah, and then Warriors Lakers. Yeah, two games I really don't care about. <laughs> there's no, there's no punting value in there. No, I want to build a, a 15 lake multi on the uh, the highs and lows of Thursday. Well, that's yeah. The Thursday is far more intriguing. Games yeah. such as Pistons Magic. That's the true start. Like we get the the half hour slightly I- before. Actually, on that, remember when they, there used to be three games on opening night and there was always like a crappy one that wasn't on TV? <laughs> it would always be like Pistons, Hawks or I, something. No, that, that, exact, that was exactly the game, I think, yeah. a few years ago, yeah, because it, like <laughs> it was the NBA TV one or something, which is technically national TV, but no one has NBA TV anymore. So, no. Like, it's just, yeah, <laughs> cast aside. Yeah. Um, so I thought for this, we'd cut it into... Well, for, for the loyal people who were here a year ago, instead of cutting it into 30 <laughs> separate team-by-team team previews, we'll just do it by conference and say it's me having to hunt down 30 people. We'll just get one person, which is you. So yeah, you, really, you really search the internet far and wide. Yeah, well, I mean... I think I brought this up before. You really need a producer <laughs> to book better guests. <laughs> You have recommended half the guests that have ever been on this show. I know, so that's sort of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> not not including yourself. Yeah, I don't. That's the only one I don't recommend. And it seems to happen more than that. Well, sadly. I don't even watch the league anymore. <laughs> sadly, you're, 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 the, you're the best guest on short notice. So. Yeah. <laughs> Stunningly available. <laughs> you will. You'll do. Um, there, there was a point a few weeks ago where I uh, would have been on that actually. When did I, I told you this because I wanted you to do the Bucks one again, but there was a point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the 30 team by team previews again. And then after about 12 hours, I was like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't put myself through that again. More than it. I think you really, you gave yourself enough time because it was, yeah. Oh yeah, at least I, a couple of months. Like it was gonna. Yeah, I, right, um, I'm gonna do it this time, and it got nowhere near as much as last time. I um yeah, because I I'd started it. I feel like I made the decision last year to do it early enough, but then I just put it off. And I had I had like five or six recorded, like weeks out from the start, and then everything else like rushed in like the last two weeks. So the timing was just off. You could tell like takes some of that. Some would just you know they'd been sitting in a barrel in a dark warehouse for months, just <laughs> finally aging. And then some were just hot off the, uh, 
hot off the press. I remember you do, you would do like five or six a weekend, and you're like, I need to keep. I'm not even at I'm not even at the required run rate no, to make no. it. I, I was I was getting up on Saturday at like six a.m. to record people from like Washington and Orlando <laughs> and Charlotte. It was fine, but yeah, grew grew the network. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was a lot of work. It really grew the network. The, all of those returning guests. Well, you're here, aren't you? <laughs> Just me. I was the thing I existed before. True. No, we've got, I've had someone else who was part of the 30 return since. Funnily enough, another one of your recommendations, Jack. I think a lot of the people were my recommendations. I seem to remember giving you a list. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then I'll, sk- yeah, Jack, uh, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn man, Jack Manuel, he has since returned. But yeah, I'm pretty sure half of them were names that you would, provided and then i just had to go absolute hunting into the corners anyway we've gone supremely off topic um do you want to start with east or west that's how well planned this is uh yeah let's go east oh i don't know the words to the song you know go east oh <laughs> nice let's go west obviously is it <laughs> Oh no! It's... Oh, it is oh, no, you idiot! I, I thought you would like, yeah. I thought after I said that you were just going to slam me for saying like, "Oh, it's obvious." But then I thought, "Oh, maybe not." No, no, I'm not We're east. Oh no. oh no! By the pet shop boys. I assume that's. I might be looking at the right. I might not even be looking at the right song. I don't even know anymore. No, that yeah, that sounds wrong. Go okay. east. <laughs> I thought it was going. East, young man. <laughs> uh, should we just end it there? Oh Jesus! Um, fucking hell! All right. So, east, right? Yeah, I had the west open. Um, east. I feel like what I wanted to do. You, I don't know how much preparation you've done. Um, I, was, so yeah. I have. Li- I literally. I have a. I have a pen and paper in front of me. I've, I've written at the top east because we selected <laughs> to do the east. <laughs> what you got to prepare as we do it? I mean, I assume what you're going to do is you're going to go through each team and then you're going to say the over unders. I can do that. I wasn't. You're steering the ship here. I was going to do it. No, I was just, I was just going to say off the top of your head, um, I've grouped them into three tiers. You know, the true okay, contenders, yeah. the fighting for the play-ins, or like, you know, bottom of the playoff slash play-in candidates, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then self-harm for Wembenyam, Mars. Self-harm. Self-harm for Wembenyam, whatever you want to call it. The, the tankers. Um, yep. So off the top of your head, give me the three. Let's start with the tanking tier, because I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. Jeez, uh, oh, I wish... <laughs> Wish you started at the other end. Who's like, on the, do who I start at the other the, end? Who is in the tanking tier? Like, well, my tanking tank, yeah, tanking, Jesus, tier is Orlando, Detroit, and Indiana. That's I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't think it's as clear. Carter's like ones in the West, but. Well, I'll get to some of the others in a second. Oh, yeah, I'll get to some of the others in a second because I don't think they're outwardly tanking at the start, even though it, they might end up tanking. Well, that for me is like that exact description is like those three teams. The outwardly tankers? No, in terms of, I don't think they're going to be tanking right away, but then as it sort of 
looks crappy, they're going to be like, oh, okay, what's the point? I mean, I, I don't know if you've watched the Pistons in the preseason. If they try, like, they can try all they want to win. They're not winning. Well, yeah, this is the, as soon as I started, like, I was, I've been very Pistons hyped. And as soon as I was like, oh, you know, they, they could be the Cavs of last Al- year. Alec Burks, Merlin's Noel, nice. <laughs> um, Jay Ivey, nice. The, the five and, is nice. And then, oh yeah, Bogdanovich, nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> and then you watch them play. Oh God, not nice. It's, I mean, the question probably is, is Cade going to be too good? I mean, second year guards typically make a huge leap, right? Compared, like that is yes. the year to, especially when you're looking at guys with ceilings like that. True, but I feel like he's not. Like, how many guards in their second year can, um, you know, lift? Like they, they can win their team like five or ten games by themselves. Oh, I'm a like, rant. <laughs> That, no, that's did he, I, or was that the third year? <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean, right? Like, but I think the, the, the idea is, is so that small. Cade is in that type of yeah. Oh, like, I hope yes, he is. I the the list is. is small, but like theoretically, he's in that sort of. But I don't even think Jar is in that tier, and he's well, Jar has got a much better team in Memphis. But well, that would be my only thing, right? It's like Cade can be that good, but maybe you're sort of stuck with like. Well, that's again, what I'm getting. Uh, at. Maybe lower tier, but like SGA and OKC type thing where it's like you can be as good as you want but also to your strengths like you just need better players yeah so Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart are great young players but they're kind of limited ceiling wise right I really I mean yeah I really like Sadiq Bay but so yes, do I yeah but I think I, he, I like if it sort of works out he's going to be pretty big yeah in terms I, of yeah like a the draft slot that's a huge win yeah. b you don't score 50 points in the league by being a spud but Conversely, C, his style of play just seems not dependent on his guards, but like, and I don't really like the idea of grouping guys into like he is the X man on a championship team because realistically, that oh, I was about, I was about to bring it up that he's gonna he's the third guy or the fourth guy. I was, yeah, I was gonna say probably like a fourth guy on a championship team. Well, I mean, he's not going to turn into Clay Thompson, probably not. But like, he could be Wiggins. <sighs> Early, earlier Thompson, last year Wiggins. He's Even though Wiggins, Wiggins was good, but like, yeah. Like, I know, I know you mean the level more than the actual role, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't think Sneak Bay is winning any dunk contests <laughs> anytime soon. Um, but yeah, like the Pistons, you, you'd really like. You'd hope one of Cade and Ivy just explodes into the, you know, jar level superstar. Yeah. Um, whether that's Ivy playing like Jar or just Cade, you know, continuing that progression. But there's that gap in between for that that third guy. Like I think that base that... the right type. Like it's already. That's why I thought that's that's. Pistons may be sneaky good. Not gonna, you know. I mean, Alec, <laughs> the thing is, all their like decent veterans are injured. <laughs> They're injured <laughs> to start the season. Like Alec Burks is recovering from uh, an injury of I don't know. Uh, Alec Burks or and Nellis Noel are both recovering. I think one of them's a foot injury, but I forget which one. And the other one might just be old age. I'm not yeah. entirely. 
I don't remember, but they're both out. Marvin Bagley did his knee in preseason. So he's out for a few weeks, they said, but they like reevaluated in four weeks, which means like eight weeks. Um, to me, is- that like Bagley was okay, right? Since you've got him, like worth sticking around, but like it also unlocks the pretty interesting five man lineup with Bogdan. Yeah, like Bogdan, Bagley was. Bojan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <Fair>. wish. <laughs> um, yeah, Bagley's the swing guy. Yeah. Because, like, Isaiah Stewart's taken a lot of threes in preseason, and conceivably they could play together, even though I'm not in love with it. But then you also have Bagley as the like the first big off the bench with like Killian Hayes. But obviously we won't see that for a month or six weeks or whatever. Um I know a lot of people were upset at the price they paid for him, which is fair enough, but at the end of the day, it's not my money. So you gotta do it if you're the pistons. <laughs> like you know it's only what it was uh, twelve million, I think, annually. Over three years, which it's a plumly sized mistake. <laughs> yeah. So at his age, with his upside, you didn't give up much for him. I know that includes Conceivably the cost of rising. Yeah. The, I know that the price you pay for him includes the cost of retaining him. Yeah. But I, yeah, for this team, and I said this, I'm on record of saying this way back when they drafted Seiku. All those years ago. Oh now. my goodness. Pull one out. <laughs> my point is a team like the Pistons who have been stuck in the neutral zone for 10, 15 years, basically since 2008 or seven. Um, you just gotta stop making those safe picks and take a few swings. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, this is the most promising they've looked since what? It's a long time. At, at the very least, the when they acquired Josh Smith, there was a, there was a um, bit of hype. Like this is the the best I feel like Pistons fans have felt going I, into a season. So, or maybe like getting Cade. I was going to say getting yeah, Tobias but, Harris, like the season after that. Yeah, because that would they'd made the playoffs that year after mm-hmm. they trade. Like, I wouldn't even say maybe getting Blake, but I mean the rest of that team sucked. So yeah. Like Tobias was like joined a good team with. I mean, know, when when you got Blake, it wasn't even there wasn't there like questions about whether he would actually play or you just buy him out. Wasn't that like instant? It was surprising at least that he played, and then quietly played okay. I mean, it was good. He played on one leg. He like no one questioned his commitment, but then yes, just died off very quickly. <laughs> but like Tobias Harris joined the team with Reggie Jackson before he died. Yeah. Um, Good Andre Drummond, good Marcus Morris, good KCP. Um, uh, what, I mean, and, and Stanley Johnson before we found out how bad he actually was. Like that's the normal sort of uh, cycle with the Pistons pick, or at least like typically before last year, or maybe before the year before that. They drafted well in uh, the Bay year yes. also. Killian Hayes, breakout incoming. I mean, it looked all right. Yes. Yeah. Surprising. I mean, yeah. I mean, not wholly surprising, but then also, you know, wouldn't be surprised if he's also like fell off either. So like, yeah, it's good. I'd be upset. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the draft collateral. 
Um, yeah. Like if you swapped out, if you swapped Killian and Sadiq draft positions, perfect draft. Not that yeah. it r- really matters. That was uh, first draft, right? Weaver, Weaver's first draft? Yes. Yeah. So he's done pretty well, re- reasonably. Killian is the longest tenured piston. <laughs> Just by virtue of being drafted slightly before Isaiah Stewart. I don't want to turn this into the piston's hour of power. No, Although... that's fine. No, well, I think there's, it's, like I said, it's uh, rare excitement, at least for the, like the, the preseason was disappointing. Because okay. I had, I'd been talking yeah. them up. They're like, um, look, the Pistons are going to be exciting. Yeah, and then following off from that, I feel like it's we can just tie in the win lines as we go along, yeah. all, all referenced through uh, Sportsbet, not sponsored. Um, the Pistons' win line is 29.5, but also the 29.5 over is the favourite at $1.77, which I just find very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'd take. I'd probably take at least at this point. Take the over. Really? I re- no. I really think Kate's going to be good. I, I so do I, but that's not the point. That's. I, I don't think like Dwayne Casey's not really. Well, sorry, not really his call actually, but more Troy Weaver. But I don't think the Pistons are. Like they'll shut guys down later in the season, but I feel like the guys they're shutting down it's not that consequential. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess the thing to me is they won 23 games last season, right? At yeah. Google in front of me, they did. <laughs> yes. I don't, I'm asking right, just as that's how we that's that's how the conversation flows. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see it right here. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and they've got better. They lost their leading scorer. I don't think I don't think it's going to matter. Like you did remember Jeremy Grant, right? Nobody remembers Jeremy Grant. You know, I, for, I forgot he was on the he was on the Blazers for a lot. Wow, when we were doing fantasy drafts last couple last couple of weeks, I forgot he was on the Blazers. Um, um, they lost Jeremy Grant. They lost Kelly Linick. They lost Saban Lee. You know, poor one out. The fourth, uh, um, um, yeah, the fourth horseman of that decent draft. Yeah, Just the fact ne- that he's a player shows how good the draft, like that draft was for the Pistons, right? What was he? Thirty thirty eighth. That yeah, thirty eighth. Yeah. Um, I think, like, and he well, he got wet. He got cut by Utah, and he's now on Phoenix. That is struggle. If you're getting cut by Utah, that's struggling. But they've probably yeah, got okay. enough. Like, yeah, young... they're probably they've also got all these expendables. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I don't think it's outrageous. The twenty nine. I would take the under. I I think feel like this is going to be a common theme. Uh, throughout these, like obviously we've only talked about one team so far, but just in general, I feel like you're much higher on how much the league is going to tank versus me. I know it's a thing. You, uh, you did you see the highlights? I, I watched. The, I somehow I fell ass backwards into watching that those, uh, at least one of them, the first game, and then he pretty much did the same thing in the second game. Yeah, I didn't um, actually watch the game, but I've seen the. I mean, you didn't even. The thing is, you didn't even need to watch the game. You just no, see like two no. second clips. You're like, "Oh my god, this guy!" I, I saw. I watched the whole game on the Twitter timeline, just vicariously <laughs> through highlights. I know you're looking at like best prospect since. Uh, I still think saying, I. I think Luke is a better prospect. People are saying best prospect since LeBron, since, and some people are saying best pro- like better than LeBron. I don't know. It's tough, right? Uh, uh, maybe. Well. Yeah, at least to me, like Luca is the Luca was distinguished. It's not like it's not like he was some guy. 
Like he won. So he didn't play against Oral Roberts on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. And he didn't. He didn't. He slum didn't it knock in off the, Stephen F. Austin. He didn't <laughs> in slum the it in the, the Mid Atlantic Conference or he didn't the, win a five twelve seed game. <laughs> did, did he? Has he ever played in the Sun Belt? <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, this is completely unrelated. Where do you think he would have went to college? Would it have been? I reckon it would have been a big school, but I'm trying to think like where it would have been like USC or UCLA. Um, I don't know what they could, maybe they would have been connected. I wonder where what, he got what, offers. What am I basing this answer off? I don't know. I just thought it was, I just said, just came to my mind and I thought it was interesting. Would he, have, he wouldn't have even been eligible for college because when did he start? When did he go pro? Yeah, I guess that's a point. He was like 15 or 16, but then also, a, like, a, there lot, are, of, there a lot are... of them, a lot of them, like. NBL players have done it too. They'll they'll sign development deals so they can retain their amateur status. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like Europeans have done that also. Like where they played, I suppose they played for like B teams. Well, that's Europe. what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. you're not playing for Real Madrid in the Euro League at 17. I guess that sort of ties back around to my point where it's like, oh, you know, uh, Wemby is the most outrageous prospect since LeBron. It's like <laughs> Luca was this guy that won the Euro League and he won MVP of it. Although you know, some people would argue that was it Calathas was probably better, but then they gave it to Luca just because of the hype. But then they went and won bloody Eurobasket as well. It's like how could you get a more like distinguished international prospect? He has won everything you put in front of him and he was like 18, 19. Yeah. And with all due respect to Wemby, he's playing for Metro 92. It's not Real Madrid. Um it's not Metro Station. <laughs> nice. Uh but yeah, anyway, I guess full circle on the full circle. So going out to the third circle of this conversation, I, I'm still not convinced, at least from day one, that it's going to be as tanky as we think it is. But I mean, yeah, get to February, March, of course it is. Because I guess the injuries and how the season has gone dictates when teams decide to pack it in. But from day one, and like, I guess people suggesting that like, there's going to be a team like what was it? 10, 11 Bobcats won like eight, nine games. Oh, the, uh, the terrible no, it, team. It yeah. was, it was 11, 12. It was Kemba's rookie year. Yeah. I don't. Seven, I, and, seven and 59. They were. <laughs> oh, yes. The, yes. Of course. The lockout year. Um, yeah. I, I think that the casualization of the NBA in terms of resting players makes it difficult to, like beat that, like go under seven and 59. I don't know what that projects out to on an 82 game. Is it about 10? Hang on. Seven. I think that there's not going to be a single digit win team. Like you just, by showing up, you're going to win some games and then you're going to have the tank. It's yeah. Battle eight, Royales. Eight, well, eight, eight point seven wins. Oh, okay. Not, not quite as high as I thought it was. Cause but the, yeah. the net, the nets were, was it the sixes? One of them went like 10 and 72. In yeah. the mid two thousands, except the sixes or the early tens, tanking sixes. What are the pro? The process wasn't even that bad. They were they were twelve and seventy, I think. Yeah, but the the Bucks really bad year were fifteen. Sorry, no the uh, the fifteen sixteen sixes went ten and seventy two, <laughs> and they were doing it supremely on purpose, right? Oh yeah, well that was uh, that was year two of Embiid not playing. Yeah, they had a reason to do it from the outset. Whereas that's what I, I guess I was sort of saying where you, who'd you clump in with that? The Pistons, the Pacers, and was Orlando. it the Magic? But to me, all those those three teams all have a reason to at least play the first 20 games. Oh, yeah. like They've all got their guys to develop, but then 
Sorry, I'm just looking at this draft class from the Sixers in 2015. My God, they wasted all their picks. <laughs> well, it's it's just what OKC is going to look like going forward if they keep picks. Okay, they're going they, okay, to draft the guy. Actually, their best they got Rashawn Holmes, but you know, and I love Rashawn Holmes. NBL <laughs> legend JP Tokido. <laughs> OKC so going to draft someone gamers. like 18th in three years' time, and they're going to have to wave them in training camp because they've got too many <laughs> players. <laughs> yeah. Um, let, let's segue into the magic because I feel like we've, unless you've got more Pistons chat, but I feel like we've exhausted that. No, I was moving into magic and paces. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot of chat recently, at least that I've seen that maybe the magic are like that team that could not be as bad as people think, right? They got, they got pieces. They've got just... If you remember team, hashtag team all length from the Bucks when they drafted Thon. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, who's their point guard? Is it like Paolo could be their point guard? Perhaps. Well, it's like if Fultz, was, if Fultz was healthy, he would be. Pull one out. But they still, Fultz is out. They still have guys. I think they have three or four legitimate guys on there. Like, somebody on their team is going to be really good. Probably, maybe. I guess after preseason, it would seem like it's Paolo. But like, only Franz is really good. He's pretty good. Suggs well, Fran- could be Franz okay. is the one we know he's like. We know he's good. Yeah. Like everyone else is good, but there's a lot of asterisks. Um, it's like Cole Anthony could be a really good like Lou Williams six man. Like Cole Anthony, um, Mo Bamba is somehow still there. Mobamba is like he's like slightly better Bruno like he, there there has been some of that unfolding in two years but it's like where is the real um uh like Wendell Carter Jr. I think is very frustrating because I think he can be re- he'll have like a 34 and 20 game and then eight and three this is sort of what I mean but these are all guys where it's it's not like lost hope from day one here because it's like if two of these guys suddenly hit you're like oh Jesus they can make the plane Maybe they're better than that. Like if Paolo is legitimately good, straight away, big ask, but you never know. Yeah, but do they want to be is the point. Sometimes you can't, like... You can't stand in the way of it. Yeah, because that ultimately hurts you longer. Um, Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess also with the magic, there's also probably the threat of like one of these guys gets too good and they just trade them. (laughs) <laughs> that would that would more be the thing, right? Rather is, than just how is Gary Harris still on the magic? How is Jonathan Isaac still on the magic? The guy just doesn't want to play. Never play basketball again. Well, but yeah, I... he's all he's also like potentially really good. Well, he was really good, and then yeah, <laughs> kept getting injured. But like, I saw the thing where it was like Jonathan Isaac last played a game when he was twenty one. He's now twenty five. Not true. <laughs> it's not true. I looked it up. It sounds right. It's like the it's, Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Jonathan Isaac's last game was in the did bubble. Did you in also the just, just quick, did you bring up Chumura Kiki is also decent, like could be something. Well, I've only got so many characters here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan Isaac's last game was August 2, 2020. So like just over two years ago. That's, yeah, it's in, wild. In the bubble. What what is the magic's over under? Please hold. Thank you. 
27 and a half. I think this is more interesting than the Pistons one in terms of, because this is like more than the Pistons, like the Magic could just pack it in. But. Well, until we see Paolo play, if you're comparing, yeah. if you're comparing those two, Cade's the best player. I don't think that's. No, that's not, that's not crazy. Much of a debate. No, um, not yet. Maybe next year. Well, that's why I said uh, until we see Paolo play. Of course, of course. Um, but. The, the Magic have more, I would say, dudes. Yeah, oh, that, that, that yeah. could explode. That's, I don't know. I don't know if Bay is exploding. If you know what I mean. No, cool. well, I guess you're talking about legitimate all stars. Like Paolo is certainly a contender there. Maybe France is like a, a fringe guy eventually. Um, like a Chris Middleton, just like on that small level. Uh, Suggs as well, probably in that conversation. And then I guess maybe a little bit more of a stretch, but like Cole Anthony is decent. Certainly um, you're looking at, I said six man before, but like he could be a starter in a bad team. Certainly the guy could score. Um, the Kevin Porter Jr. role. <laughs> stats. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, you mentioned like Wendell Carter and Mo, like, Decent pieces. Mo, oh, just, no, I will not hear anything about Mo. This team is just a big lump of clay, and it's, who knows what it's going to look like. But yeah, RJ Hampton as well. I mean, yeah, I guess he sort of gets buried in this. Um, well, there's, there's opportunity their, their season for him. gets there's, defined by how much they want to play. How much they want to play Terrence Ross, even though Terrence Ross always has like a forty point game, one one per year. Yeah, because <laughs> like there's opportunity for RJ because. Um, at the moment yeah 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 because Fultz is out indefinitely with the toe Suggs I'm not sure if he's out or if he's like in he's doubtful I think he's day-to-day I'm not entirely sure yeah um I'm, I'm going on to the fantasy just <laughs> it's the easiest way to get the update well Gary Harris as well uh yeah uh minutes restriction there you go um yeah so he's not out but he's restricted but yeah, there's like opportunity for those other dudes to step up. Jumarikiki is like the point, the power guard. Yeah, I guess the thing for me, like, it's just hard for with this much sort of potential on a team to be like, oh, they're going to be crap. Like that, they could be, they could be sort of good if they want, or like struggle good. <laughs> well, like with not to bring it back to the Pistons again, but the, last year I think the Pistons played a lot of close games which is usually not the case for a bad young team right yeah like they usually there'll be like a, a, a bunch of games where they'll just get blown out by like 20 or 30 and i don't think i mean i haven't got the numbers in front of me but i don't think they lost many by whatever you would consider blowout margin which is probably Double what, digits. Uh, 11 plus or 10 plus yeah, yeah. but I, I mean like the bad like a bad loss like there's no yeah. seven, 70 point loss <laughs> And I don't think the Magic will be that like that this year either. No, they got I, enough, I, enough guys more, that pop yeah, off individually. Yeah. I'd be more inclined to take the Magic's over. Yeah, I guess to me, I guess organizationally, maybe it's a bit more convincing for me that the Magic just go oh, stuff this than um, the Pistons. Well, I guess also you, because I believe waste, in no, I also believe in Kate a bit more. Is that because you like, drafted yeah. him? Yes. But, <laughs> no, well, that's why I drafted him. <laughs> 
No, I get yeah. I mean, we, haven't, we haven't started talking about the paces yet either. I've got a hell of it. <laughs> well, let's go to the paces. Let's go to the paces. I feel I, like they're probably going to be the worst out of the three. Maybe I don't know. Fuck it up. I think Elevant's good. <laughs> I just this is this is a problem. Do I don't watch, think, I don't, don't watch do, enough games anymore to hate players. <laughs> do you th- do you think Halliburton is better than Cade? I don't know. Do you think Halliburton is better than Killian Hayes? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because Troy Weaver did. <laughs> no, I and so did Kevin O'Connor. I think Halliburton could be more... He can be better with the guys he's got at the moment. Well, the Pacers last year ended the season on a 10-game losing streak. Doesn't matter. That, that, well, <laughs> it does yeah, not matter. Say, not that that means anything. That was last season. It's just interesting to note. A week is a long time in football. Uh, <laughs> like, I think the question for them is how long they wait to get rid of Miles Turner, right? Yeah. Because he's just—he doesn't belong. They got Daniel Tice. When did that happen? What the hell? Oh, he was part of the Brogdon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, traded for Brogdon, yeah. which I low-key decent move for the Pacers, even though it didn't. Yeah. I mean, what did it get them? But like a bunch of shit, really. From well, it Boston. didn't really get them anything, but it freed them from Brogdon. True. And I—I I still like Brogdon, but like it just like needed to. Yeah. Yeah, um, so Aaron Neesmith, if like if Aaron Neesmith is the um the centerpiece of a package in return, it's probably not. Oh, I don't. They, they didn't get anything out of it. Like they're not even like what is the? I'm why surprised is, they didn't. Why, why is, is James Johnson on this team? What is happening? <laughs> why? Why? Like, I mean, Buddy Heal, he's he's surely gone as well, but at some point. But like it's the thing where you don't want to just trade everyone that's over the age of twenty-seven because then, yeah, that doesn't help anyone really. But I think the paces will be annoying. There's enough there. I, I really like um, Jacks Isaiah Jackson. Yeah, he's pretty good. I think Jalen Smith can be better than what people think he is. Well, he I don't think he didn't get put in the best situation initially, and then he looked a lot better. at Indiana. Well, they drafted him with Aiton, and then with yeah. Aiton and Saric. Was Saric already there? And I can't, I can't remember. Saric never plays for them anymore. Crowder? It was a crowded like front court, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the rare. I'm just trying to think now, because Smith was 2020 or 2019, 2020. So. Just like Smith got drafted into the team that fell ass backwards into elite contention. Yeah, so there's no opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And then like they, they draft Smith and then then they end up getting Chris Paul. And then it's like, well, well we can't really t- Yeah. I <laughs> can't afford to give you minutes now. Sorry. So I mean he's found a spot now, opportunity here. I think uh quietly Goga is okay too. Uh, look, we've both got a lot of investment in <laughs> Goga trading cards, but he's, he's sort of like Isaiah Jackson is better, probably. Definitely, um, I would say. The, well, the thing with the Pacers is they've got like all these bigs, and it's not even just those three. It's like Goga, 
Isaiah Jackson, Jalen Smith. I'm I'm going to ignore Tice because I don't think it's relevant. But like, not gonna, is he going to play? What's the point of playing him? Right, well, exactly. Like Terry Taylor's another dude. He's not a center, but he's just another dude in the front court. <laughs> O'Shea Brissett. O'Shea Brissett. And it's like every night they play like they just spin a wheel and play three of these guys. I'm surprised they willingly got rid of um, Dwayne Washington. I thought he was okay. Yeah. Well, again, it's probably like the, it's like a light version of the Thunder situation, right? You just yeah. end, up, end up having to cut half-decent prospects. But I think when you bring in Matherin, it kind of negates the point of... Yeah. And I feel like Washington's a bit older as well. What's the point to make by the Pacers in general? This is a, this is a team that has never willingly been bad. They are always... They are Bucks, mid-2000s Bucks. the Pacers. <laughs> they, are, they are always trying to be the eight seed. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, mid, mid-10s Pistons. Yeah. Also, um, Washington's only 22. I thought he was young, uh, older. But like this, the the starting five is good enough. And then Matherin. Uh, Matherin Jackson. Start, I feel like Matherin starts. Over. He, he can play. I'm, he can I'm, play not, I'm not sure he does. He can play three. At least initially. It's going to be Duarte and Heald. Oh, it's just so uninspiring. But it's also like, it's good, it's, but it's, it's not. High, it's high. It's high floor. That's. I guess that's what I'm sort of saying with this it's not, it's not watchable. That's all I care about. <laughs> I mean, the Pacers have never been. Well, like, poor, poor George was the last time they were watchable. I mean, you say that, but that team David had West. Roy Hibbert. So yeah, David. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they're probably the most boring good team that has been in the last twenty years. Yeah, exactly. At least like the Heat. I mean, I don't like the Heat, but they're no, there boring. was a bit of there was no, but there was Lance. There was enough theater there. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who was that point guard? George Hill. That's right. Yeah, and they had Monte as well, right? Or was that after? Uh, I think that no, that was after. Slightly after. Yeah, Monte uh, was there when we were there. In terms of like solid fives, Hill, Hill, George, West Hibbert, and I'm blanking on the. Wasn't Granger? Who was the? Th- who was the? I oh, am no, didn't blanking. Lance start? Oh, Lance as well. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, trying, I'm trying to use the fifth guy. On that bit. Yeah. Um, solid, solid team. They just they couldn't they couldn't quite do it. I mean, you run into the heels. Yeah. I mean, they got they certainly they put about as good an effort as you could put. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the current he- uh, paces who are equally as boring, but not as good. Do we have an over under? Oh, sorry. Thank you. I've got to click the thing each time and takes me to a new page. Uh, a 23 and a half. I feel like I'm going to be over with every team. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to talk yourself into, I don't mind them actually, yeah. They have two good weeks at the beginning of the season. They're on track for like 30, 35. I don't know. I mean, I... Well, okay. So last year I was speaking to David Brandon. Yeah. Um, from I probably shouldn't have said from because now I don't know where what his publication is, but from the the OKC Thunder media. OKC, yeah. Um, and I was asking everyone the the question for the the uh, over unders, yep. and I forget what the Thunder's line was, but it was in the low to mid, might be like twenty five or twenty three. Uh, and I said, you know, over under, and he goes over because Shea will like Shea is good enough to win like ten games by himself. 
is, is Halliburton that same level for this team? I think it could be. I think uh, given the high floor guys, Turner high floor, Heald high floor, Duarte high floor, like the ceilings are lower here, but those three guys with Halliburton, I think. But it's also, and, how, and also how long it lasts, like really. To which I would say the Pacers have traditionally never been a team that have packed it in, right? Yeah. They've always gunned for the eights. I guess it's generalizing somewhat. And maybe Victor changes this for some teams, but it's like, yeah, I, again, I'm not sure how much this takes hold from the first, from the initial outset. Teams not called like OKC. Teams in the West a bit more than the East. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So the next tier, so when I raised the the tank tier and the um, play-in tier, I feel like there's kind of a hazy zone with Charlotte and Washington. Yep. So. Like, uh, don't look, but like they're, they're going to be okay. But... Well, they could be okay, but they're also like, one like two bad weeks or like one injury away from just finding yeah. themselves in the middle of a tank battle they didn't really want to be in. Yeah. I they're feel probably, like they are two teams that are in also sort of, Washington and Charlotte I think. Yeah. Washington's an odd one, right? Cuz they sort of Well, I was looking at this the other day just out of morbid curiosity and Bradley Beal hasn't played 60 plus games or like 60 61 plus because I think he played 61 year uh, in uh, since like 20 I think it's 2018 or 2019. Yeah, Porzingis hadn't played hasn't played that many in like six years. Uh, Rui never has, mm. and they're like three of your top guys who have all got the this history of missing chunks of time. Um, and I'm not and I'm not really saying that that's a way to predict a team season because it's not fair. But you know, no, it's an injury concern, and they were, I mean, yeah, notoriously last season they would also, like to. I'll be honest with me, did you know Taj Gibson was on the Wizards? <laughs> I didn't know. I saw this a couple of days ago, but before that, I did not. I was like, he's still in the league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, the Wizards have a, like a bunch of guys that again that I really like, but like, uh, like Gafford. One of my one of my guys. Yeah, uh, the, the wizards are the grown up version of the magic. <laughs> um, they've got your guy Vernon Carey Jr. He's not going to play. But poor, poor one out. They've he got is... Makua Maker. He's no, he doesn't even appear on the ESPN death chart. <laughs> no, because I think he's he's an exhibit ten now. I assume he's been cut. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's another annoying team. That five, Monte Morris. It's a good five. Beal, like, if he it... plays Will Barton, Kuzma was good last year, and KP. It's yeah. it's good, but like you said, I feel like there isn't... How many games is this five going to play? Well, that, that, that's exactly what my whole thing was. Yeah. No, well, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. Um, I mean, the, the, I felt I'd, it was an odd trade as well. Like, what was it, Ish and... 
who uh, Ishin KCP for Barton and Morris. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really do anything for other teams. Just mm. deck, deck chairs. Wizards, they're just in an odd, odd spot, right? Like you sort of just quote unquote stuck with Beal. Oh, like, you're stuck with Beal. And then I also wonder if you're going to get like a post MIP regression, like a Randall style regression from Kuzma. Yeah, possibly. I mean, just by virtue of having Beal play and then potentially Porzingis play, like he's getting less touches, right? Like Kuzma was having games with like 15 rebounds. He, ha- he had the ball. <laughs> and yeah. like he, w- he would initiate possession off the rebound. Yeah. Um, I don't think, like, yeah. I feel like they, they also, like we bring it up with the interview, they thin out pretty quickly. Like Gafford is okay, but like if you you put him in the starting lineup and then you have to pull out like Beal and then suddenly you're starting DeLon Wright. Like, like that's a team I might bet the under on. <laughs> I mean, I I would I haven't done any of them yet, but I would absolutely bet they're under. Yeah, it's... I think they've sort of they've been unlucky also with that they've had high picks right, but then we don't really know what. Denny is and Rui has been injured for them. Like Rui could be good, but it's like the injuries have just Yeah, I'm I'm less convinced on Denny than Rui, but I'm also oh, more, yes, yeah. I'm also more convinced that Denny's gonna play 82 games. Because <laughs> I think he did last year, but he's up there. Uh Wizards over under is 35 and a half. See, that's uh, we finally we found one. Um well I knew what it was coming into this because I'd looked at it already. They've also got Wisconsin legend Johnny Davis, so we'll see. Uh... Yeah, I don't really know anything about him. He seems like another <laughs> solid dude. Yeah, but um, well, I mean, we'll see. He might have to play a lot of basketball. But I feel like he's also probably one of the more ready dudes in the draft. I feel like is how he was described. And maybe Washington were like foreshadowing the, the ha- having having to give Beal like a week off, or just here, sitting Beal. Yeah, here and there. Well, Beal is the classic. I bring this up a lot. But it's like they're 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 at least thirty maximum contracts in the NBA. Somebody's got to get paid, <laughs> like, at, like at each at each place. I mean, Bill's worth it. Oh, not... Bill is Bill's great, but it's like at the same time, it's like what like they're... he's not good enough to have the luxury of winning in the NBA. So you might as well just get paid the max. Like that's there there is there's a certain caliber tier of players that are like we can choose. I'm. I will get a max anywhere. Yeah. I can choose my, for my career to, to win. I'll decide where I want to play. Anywhere will take me and whatever, and we can make it work. And then there is like the tier below that of really good all-stars, but it's like you're sort of locked into your situation. You have to be. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Um, I probably lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah. To me, the Wizards, they just look like... I'm getting WhatsApp notification at the same time. So I'm getting distracted. Fuck off. Um, talking to my phone there. They're a team that looks like they're trying to win and might get rudely interrupted, rudely shocked in like December when they're yeah. 10 and 20 or whatever. The, the Wizards in general like don't really have a plan. They're just waiting for something to happen. Either like Beal becomes top five guy and then that kicks them into action or like they 
sort there's, of there's not much they, time they, left for Bill to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, or they fall backwards into guys like in the draft, like if Johnny Davis fringe all star, like otherwise, like they're just sort of treading water in that. Well, that's what I mean like, with that trade yeah. for Barton and. Well, I think that Morris. at least makes them slightly better, right? Yeah, but how much better? Yeah, granted. Like Taj Gibson, great player. I don't know what he, what needle he's moving. It's, a, it's probably more value as an assistant coach, really. He's thirty-seven years old. Jesus Christ! Almost as old as you. Almost. <laughs> I'm, I'm yet to retire from the league either. So. <laughs> well, me <neither. laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't really have much takes on the Wizards. Besides, I just don't. Like they, they seem like they're in purgatory at the moment. Yeah, I, I feel worse about them than any of the other teams we've talked about. And like, which is Chuck, ironic, given they have the best player. They at the moment they have the best player of all of those teams. Oh yeah, and like Charlotte, I don't think are going to be as like. It's more like an injury concern as well with them, right? But also, you know, the unsavory situation of um, yeah, uh, Miles Bridges. That but too. That's like that's. I'm not necessarily I wanna, saying I don't want to. I, I don't think that de- that doesn't derail them, you know, internally. It's more just like he's a good player, <laughs> and there's a lot of points that you've just lost for like without replacing. Well, that's yeah. I don't want to frame it as like unlucky, but like the team didn't do any. Like that's no, no, no. It no, is no. unfortunate for them that this. That, happened. That's sorry. Yes, that's what I'm. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Suggesting. Yes. Oh no 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 no! no I'm saying like yeah, but, it's cease and desist with these. <laughs> <laughs> allegation yeah no well, that's what I, that's what i'm effectively getting at it's like yeah the team didn't like the team would have absolutely brought him back except for the timing of like everything when it all kicked off and when it all found and then again really i don't happen. i don't want to make it seem unsavory but it could could there have been a worse time for that to happen personally for him like granted like if it was um you know his actions whatever your fault but like the timing oh my goodness yeah anyway and then yeah, also, is, I, don't know uh, if you, I don't know if you saw today, James Booknight got arrested as well. Not that he's much consequence for the team on the court, but... No, Joe, I thought the, the Hornets GM were clapping that well, finally we get rid of him. No. Uh, well, it's funny with Booknight, uh, it was, it was a suspicion of driving while impaired at like 1am yeah. after practice. Well, we're like, talking like a Ty, Ty Lawson situation. I don't know. But yeah. Maybe a KCP. I think that was what he. Oh got. yeah, yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. Ankle bracelet. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Booknight was drafted last year, but I forget that. I think he was eleventh or tenth. He's yeah. around around there. Yeah. And I feel like if you go through the draft last year, he's the first guy where you're like, oh, "There's a there's a fail." Yep. It's this is like I said, they're going to have a hard time replacing Bridges. Um. Yeah. PJ Washington's okay. Jalen McDaniels are okay, but they're not. Unless they take the leap that Bridges did last year, that's a lot. Like you said, like it's Bridges 20- was early season most improved. I thought it, it was stunning that he did not win it, given how front-loaded bias awards are. Who did win it? I forget now. Was it? it was Jar? Yeah, it was too. Which, I mean, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> we don't even need to bring it up. At least it was his third year, not his second year. Yeah, but it's it's morphing into a third year award. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't like it? Give it to second place. We'll give it a third year place. <laughs> I just want, dead. I just, I just want like an Aaron Brooks winner again. Okay, is that is that too much? <laughs> um, I mean, Randall was a good winner. Yeah. Uh, 
And on, a on righteous, the, on, a good-hearted winner. And on this episode of Dudes You Didn't Know, we're still in the league. Dennis Smith Jr. is on the Hornets. Yeah. Maybe he'll play. And Teo Maladon is one of their two ways. Yeah, he just he just got signed. I, yeah. I like Teo Maladon. Yeah. I feel like he got pushed out unnecessarily because of the way that OKC are operating at the moment. <laughs> I feel like he and, could be an NBA player. And they also have the... They've got like the lesser brother of both the 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 um Martin and the McDaniel's clan. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, I think yeah, Caleb Martin's probably going to start for and, Miami. And the and the jury's still out on Lamelo <laughs> compared to Lonzo. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not playing at the moment. Exactly. Well, neither of them are. So, like, yeah. Well, I mean, Terry Rosier is just going to be Terry Rosier. Hey, would yeah. This is a, a very uninspiring team. Uh, Rosier could be a fantasy darling. Probably could. I'm uh, hoping that PJ Washington will be. But who, who knows? And then, like, yeah, their rookie is a project center in Mark Williams. So, yeah. Uh, their win over is 34 and a half. I, I'm surprised that's still over 30 after the mellow thing, I guess. Well, they can't really. Like the the, the 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 under is a dollar fifty nine, so there's no value in the, the in oh, the under. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess, they, yeah, but they can't look. change the line; they've just got to change the odds around it. Oh, they've got we haven't brought. They've got Ubre as well, another sort of floor raiser, but not necessarily ceiling. Um, so sort of him and Rosier just go together so well. <laughs> Same and type Mason of guy. Plumley, there's a floor raiser. <laughs> That's Gordon Haywood floor raiser. Weird, yeah. I don't know. This is uninspired. <laughs> I, was, I I like Lamelo, but even with Lamelo, I don't know whether I'd be watching Hornets too much anyway. I mean, I just don't like Eric Collins. So the play-by-play. Ah, uh, yes. Like, not everything needs to be shouted in my face, mate. That's why you just watch your your road commentary. Oh, I'm not watching the no. Don't, if George hears about not, this, this is obviously not the Pistons games I'm talking about. This is what I've got a multi on, and I need to. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can still watch the. I usually do, but sometimes <laughs> I don't have the choice. Sometimes the road feeds out, or sometimes it, the road feeds worse. Like it's Indiana. Are the, are the Hornets one of the teams with three? Uh, uh like. Or for, they uh, maybe they used to be. Well, Stephanie Reddy was the third. I don't know if she's still there. Yeah. I don't think she is. I think she's. National? Yes, I think she is she Tantina. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. Not really. Yeah, women in sport. Um yeah, yeah, TNT. Yep. Um New York. Yeah, I get this tier. I do not like this tier. The, the three teams that you thought were going to be terrible, I like them a lot more than the, the ones we're talking about now. I mean, they're more watchable than the, the, the because they're at least going to be young and chaotic rather than boring and mediocre. Yeah. Well, obviously, this is the season that RJ Barrett averages 27 points a game. But other than that... And finally, you get a return on your investment. Finally. I mean, the... to, to be honest, it's been okay thus far. It's the selling the... The guise of hope has been okay. Do you want to hear the New York version of "Wow, he's on the team"? Um, uh, hold on, can I guess? Sure. Archer Diakono. 
Actually, yes, but no, but no, that's not. Oh, oh, it's, oh I just, I just saw below. Svee Mikhailov. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Because we, we played the Knicks in preseason. He was not there. Maybe he didn't play. Yeah. I feel like a lot for this New York team just hinges on... Like, people can talk about Randall, people can talk about Brunson, but we know what they are. Yeah. It's it's all on Barrett. Pretty much. And it's also the the Knicks have to finally bloody recognise that, well, that's, like, that's Barrett what, is like, the ticket. Like, like assume, the sooner the Knicks admit that Barrett is their best player... Yeah. Like, like not even close... The or like quick... pot- potential wise, not even close. Like I guess it's it's hazy at the moment, right? But yeah, 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 sure. But yeah, the sooner they recognise that, you know, you're not going to win much more by putting everything through Brunson than through Barrett. I think they've also got to they've got to legitimately give Cam Reddish an opportunity. Well, to that be... was my next point. Yeah, they got but... him for nothing. That's like one of the best trades last season. And then just refused to use just, it. Just did not use it. They're like, they're like the Pistons with Diallo. Like I mean, you, don't, you don't pick up a guy like that and then not allow him to play. Like, I understand he may not be good enough in practice and whatever, but it's like you, these sort of high ceiling guys, it's like you need to let them sink or swim. At least give them an opportunity to be bad. Yeah. It's a bit like Obi Toppin as well, although he's a bit older, but... yeah. Not many yeah, obviously, the, obviously, the issue for him is that like Randall and Robinson is so similar. Oh, I think doesn't Tibbs like refuse to play top and at center? Yeah, and I mean, for, he's not a center, so fair enough. Yeah, we've also got um, Hartenstein in now, so and he yes. was really he was really good for, for the Clippers last year. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see what happens now. Um. Again, the Knicks, but like overall, just boring. Like two, just, really, just whatever. Two really good young guards and quickly and Grimes, but they're just, they're just the paces with more with uh, bigger buildings. <laughs> that is generally how people describe New York and Indianapolis. Yes, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, uh, yeah. did you already mention the overrunner? No, you didn't. No, I, I was about to load it and ask you. Okay, sorry. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm on the, like I've rung up sports bet. I'm like, I've got code here, A3. <laughs> no, that's that's a McChicken meal, sir. <laughs> um, 38 and a half. That's good, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. What? How many did they win last year? Uh, they won. 21, 27. 20. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So Brunson is worth two wins. The Brunson thing's interesting, right? Like, can he carry that over to a new team? Um, and yeah, that's about the most interesting thing about it to me. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's good for him. He, he did what people like want players to do, right? It's like, look, you got to be sixteen game player. He bought out in the playoffs and got paid. That's the the NBA arc. So. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Like I said, there's not much else to say. But this Fournier was still good last year, but they need to give. I guess they've got to squeeze on minutes because they're probably going to play Derek Rose like 20 when quickly is okay. And then yeah, well that's that's Tibbs, right? They're yeah. just going to shoehorn their vets. Mm. And I mean, 
the, the ceiling for this team to me looks looks kind of capped. So, yeah. Do you the just, like sort of play in? Do you just yeah yeah? So like, obviously Tibbs doesn't want to throw caution and you know give Cam Reddish twenty minutes a game. He's not going to play Miles McBride. He's not going to probably play Quentin Grimes that much. It's He's, they could they they're so close to being a really fun team. Like just like if they didn't have Randall and then Fournier and then you put Reddish and Toppin in there. Like, like he's probably gonna like Barrett's probably gonna have a leash on him as well. Yeah, the most annoying thing I find, like especially last year, with I feel like it's even more so this year where it's like, oh, Barrett's gonna break out, but he could have happened last year as well. But it's just the the like, yes, he had a high usage, but like <laughs> needs to be leading. Anyway, we'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say we'll see. I probably won't much much of the Knicks. We'll we'll hear about it. Okay, so that's five teams down. I think six Jesus. <laughs> um, funnily enough, the bottom six from last year. Yeah. But then I think the teams get a bit better for me. Yeah. Like, so... oh, obviously, but like yeah. <laughs> they're going to feel a bit, it's not going to be as dire. Well, I, okay. Let's. So the other three play in teams from last year, Charlotte was one of them. Yep. The other three are Cleveland, Atlanta, and Brooklyn. And by Brooklyn, like that's not really a representative slot. No. Although like, you don't really know what you're going to get. There, well, that too. But like the other two, I feel like they've improved. But then also, it's the it's the old thing of like, well, how much by relative to? We'll start with Cleveland. How much by relative to the the other teams above them in the conference? Yeah, um, like adding Donovan Mitchell, um, full full season of Levert. I mean, is Levert that much of a needle mover? Well, that's yeah. I guess you're going to see. Um, also, they got Rubio back theoretically, right? If he he is injured at the moment, but yeah, when it comes to the, I guess with the like, Cavs, right? The Cavs were stupidly fun last year, right? They were my favorite team in the league last year, but. They were st- also stupidly good, and like net ratings wise, they like maxed out everything they could. They- the season could not have gone much better for them until like the end. Like the Cavs last year was a, a good argument against the play-in, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, theoretically, Donovan Mitchell makes them better, but then they unlocked this weird thing with the three big guys that it was really hard to match up against, and they were just exploiting that to everything. And like, yeah, Laurie was pretty good. But yeah, you don't, you don't go. Well, we could get Donovan Mitchell, or we could keep the three bigs because we have to keep Lowry. Of course. <laughs> um, Play Kevin Love at the three. That's yeah. Kevin Love was also stupidly good last year. <laughs> like, can he continue that? What uh, Rubio well, it, was also. It, it was a it was a um, a paradox of stupidly good team and stupid head coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's my like. 30 second apology to Dean Wade that he might actually be an NBA player. I kept telling you he was good. He's he's fine. It was mostly a joke. He should that's... not be. He should theoretically he should not be playing that's... that amount of minutes on that. But he's like it's just silly. He's vers like his versatility. That's that's mean Wade to you. I mean, I feel like now that like sort of and begrudgingly been like okay with him. He's gonna be awful and I'm gonna be vindicated. <laughs> 
my next project is well i've successfully turned lamar stevens good i've successfully oh, turned, God. <laughs> successfully turned dean wayne dean wade good can you get on winlaw i really like winlaw well, they was, just they just refuse to do anything i mean i was about to ask you who my next project was going to be did you think well the answer was winlaw so it's win it's winlaw yeah um unfortunately for them a coro is probably not as good as advertise but it may not matter defensively well, okay i was i forget oh yeah that's right yeah i was uh during our draft one of our drafts um it got to the point where lavert was near the top of the projections or the he, rankings he was the highest adp not taken lavert i thought dort was uh, maybe that was by points, but like, yeah, Levert was up there. He was yeah. the top. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, proje- <clears throat> excuse me, it projected Levert as a starter. And I was looking at that and I'm thinking, I, no, I feel like a Coro starts ahead of him. Why, why would they change it from last year? I feel, no, I, th- I reckon Levert will probably start. Do you reckon? I mean, yeah. Gar- Garland and Mitchell is not anything defensively no why add Levert into that mm. I feel like you'd like Mobley gives you enough on offense that you don't need Levert and then you know Jared Allen is Jared Allen with Garland yeah. I feel like you can like Okoro's a respectable enough corner shooter that you can just plonk him there and leave him out of the way I feel like it just works better if Okoro starts ahead of or Chetty Osman, but JB hates him. So that's the he's he's going to get buried this year, and the he could still he's still useful. It's like it's almost worth them trading him. But like, what what do they need, really? Yeah, um, I mean, once I get once I get Ricky Rubio back, then they're sort of they're a little bit more solid. I was going to say you could probably get a decent wing for Chetty, but Chetty is a decent wing. Yeah, so. there are multiple games last year where he just popped off and won won them. Uh, the the were winning so unorthodox. Oh, Laurie Markin and shot seven for eleven from three, and they won. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Chetty dropped twenty three and saved them. Yeah, it's but, yeah. It turned out okay in terms of. I mean, to be honest, they got a better return for Sexton than I thought would happen. <laughs> they were lucky, but um. Well, Donovan. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> but what, um four nines. Yes. We'll, we'll see what Mitchell's like in this. It it seems good, but I I don't know. I'm cautious with the Cavs because they had such a home run last year. This might be the sort of reality year. And then it's like, okay, this is the this is the fifth or the sixth best team. This is that this is where they're at. Or I guess it goes the other way. And it's like Garland's even better than Fringe All Star. Mitchell's Mitchell's an All Star, and, and then Mobley is the guy. Um, I think a lot would hinge on how Mitchell plays with Garland and how they defend, like you said. But then well, also well, what Mobley is. Yeah, Mobley's already getting the Giannis treatment. They've signed his brother to a two way. So <laughs> didn't they, they had him last year? No, they drafted well? they drafted him this year. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. Okay. Um. Along with Luke Travers. Although he's been stashed. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like 
there's certainly an element maybe of lightning in a bottle yep last year for cleveland but that's that like the net rating is certainly that and i feel like they were insane they were league leading at one point yeah but i also feel like part of that was and not to like injuries are bad but like luck with the whole like how the sex land thing worked itself out yeah because I don't think you get that version of the Cavs if Sexton stays healthy all year. Probably, probably not. Or, um, or at least that version of Darius Garland. If yeah, I think also the, the Rubio towards the end of the year also helped him, gave him, because that was sort of the, after Sexton was down, but before they'd got rid of Rubio, as good as Rubio was, it did sort of cap Garland a bit. At when least, it's like, well, I mean, the, the biggest cap on Garland was Rondo. <laughs> yeah. I've forgotten about Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not there. He can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> well, now, now it's going to be Raul Zinho. I mean, Neto is... <laughs> surely he's better than Rondo right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I, can't, I, I can't remember what my gauge on <laughs> Neto is. I forgot he'd even stuck around. But yeah, he was on the Wizards, wasn't he? Yep. Did he fight... I... <sighs> I mean, I say as I open basketball reference, but um, <laughs> didn't he fell out of the league for like one year there, maybe? Or am I just making stuff? Uh, if I'm making stuff up, uh, yeah. no worries. <laughs> no. He was on the Jazz a lot longer than I thought. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Jazz is just obscurity. And thus ends the Cavs section. Oh, well, I thought, I thought you were going to bring up the over-under. Yeah, this would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 47 and a half. I think you can get away with, you can get away with an under there. That, that'll still be good, but I think, yeah, you could probably get away with an under. Well, they won 44 last year. I think my thing is that, like, the Bucks were the two seed and they won, like, 52 games. Well, last year, the top of the East was, like, it was, so, it was so condensed that I Miami, guess... Can I... Just let me say it. I've got it okay. up in front of me. Miami 153. Yeah. And then Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly all 151. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say was the Cavs were a big part of that condensing. They yeah, were another, they, another good team that beat other teams that, yeah. Well, the Cavs and maybe to a lesser extent, the Bulls. Yep. And At least yeah. re- relative to expectations. Yeah, I, I still think people probably thought Toronto would still be good, and the Nets would be better. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe it was partly Cavs and Chicago being better than expected, and partly Brooklyn regressing. Brooklyn just vacating the wins that they would have otherwise got. Yeah, otherwise there probably would have been five teams in like fifty. Yeah, which I, I don't know how often that happens. I guess also the way the league's trending with the resting and the. Or that too. A- April and March becoming the wasteland. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Atlanta's the other one of that. I th- Atlanta, I think, of all the teams we've done so far, have made... D- is D- DeJounte a bigger move than Donovan? It's on, it's on par. I, I, DeJounte had a better year, though. Last, oh, yeah. Last year. They're both All-Stars, West All-Stars. I mean, I don't know if West All-Star means what it did. Yeah, probably not, but... Still stands. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Clay could have made it last year if he wasn't. <laughs> if he really tried. If like, he really tried, the I mean, I, I mean, sorry, forget that. Wiggins was a starter. So, 
I think this was good, but like, come on. Yeah, I know. That was. Uh... Oh my god, there's so many dudes. Uh, like the wow on the Hawks. The Hawks have dudes every year. They, they do. It's a collection of. Okay, we'll start with one of their two ways. Jarrett Culver. Yeah. Surprised he's still in the league, but yeah. I mean, the, until he's like 25. You keep getting. Yeah. Well, he was a high enough pick that you keep. No, getting. that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Frank Kaminsky. Interesting. Vit Krejci. Is that who I think it is? I don't know. Oh, no, it's the guy in the thunder. Never mind. Yeah, who do you think it was? Not Linus Klaeser. No, no, no. Um... And they've got the two worst holiday brothers. You know, 39 years. I thought it was Nenad Kristic. Oh, my God. 39 years old. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, yeah, and the two holiday brothers. Yeah, they seem to come in uh, tandem <laughs> all, all the time. This is th- this another. Is t- the, this is the first time they've been teammates. What are you on about? When they on the they were on the paces together. Were they? Like literally, like last year or the year before, wasn't it? Was Justin on the paces? No, he was too. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. The only time <laughs> they've been on the yeah, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know how I know this is that there's a uh, there's a card of brothers doing jersey swaps, oh, and yeah. obviously that would happen in one game. And it's yeah, there's one of the the Gian- three of them, yeah, yeah, Giannis et al, and then there's one of the holidays. Yeah, um, this is another team that thins out very quickly. I don't know if that's just because Bogdan's injured. And but also like the starting five is very good, but God, I'm surprised John Collins is still on this team. How? Yeah, I don't know because it felt like not that he doesn't deserve to be on the team. It's more just like the media was like trading him for two years now. Well, like he would have got paid elsewhere. He was restricted though. So yeah, oh, like yeah, even still. Um, the Hawks are weird, right? Because they made the conference finals a couple of years ago and then certainly a down year last year, although they were good at times. It's like the expectation, like the fact that they've already made a conference finals, albeit, I mean, I get, no, well, they got there, not the right way, but they got there legitimately. Yeah. Um, that's a, it's a weird way to gauge, right? Like if you're a Hawks fan, you're like, well, we've got to at least make the second round then. But then it's like looking at the, yeah, you, you get you get you get the sped up expectations. It's sort of like the Blazers, maybe. They made a conference finals in there somewhere where they weren't quite ready. I guess Lillard was, but yeah. Um tough to gauge, I guess. The the, the DeJounte thing is very interesting. I'm, I'm I will be watching this one. <laughs> um, it's a shame they're not playing on the first first night, but anyway. Yeah, on, on the backwaters of NBA TV. <laughs> Hunter is also intriguing. I feel like Hunter is a ticking time bomb because don't they always say he's like one wrong twist away from a chronic like injury retirement? I didn't know about retirement, but like, yes, he's missed time. Yeah. We just, he signed a I deal. Mean, I mean, I am four ninety five. Wow, that's cheap. Four, yeah. Not even yeah. $5. 
They've saved big money at the last. Four ninety-five. It's like a KFC go bucket. Are they, if they're five bucks, I'm not buying them anymore. I don't, I don't know how much they cost. I feel like they're three. In, inflation. They they, they yeah. source the chicken from the, it's the no plains Menard. of Ukraine. It's no Menards. <laughs> yeah, you got to save big money. Um, and AJ Griffin is it? Is, yeah, <laughs> the, sure. the rookie. <laughs> sure. The, the, he's, he's the rookie. Sure. He has the, that guy has the most NFL standing name. <laughs> I thought he was on the in the NFL, but then I got confused with AJ Terrell. Who plays for the Atlanta Falcons? I think. Sure. <laughs> uh, he does. Good. Um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see how the the two. Like this time, it's, it's not it's not a natural fit, right? Dejounte and Trey. No, like Dejounte and Trey. I, I keep saying, I feel like I'm alone on my island that Trey is going to be a lot more off ball than people think. Yeah. Because like Murray's not really the off ball guy. No. People seem to think it just because, like, because Trey is Trey, that he's going to be, he's still going to be the guy, but I don't know how much more on ball he'll be. But I mean, the rest of that style lineup is really good. Yeah. And they've got, well, because I'm assuming it's Trey, DeJounte, Hunter, um, Collins, and Capella. Yep. Because, like, they've got two really good bench guys in Bogdan and the Kongwu. Yep. Just sitting there. And then everything else just like, it's a bit like Boston last year in that when it comes to the playoffs, it's all about your top seven. Yeah, they do fall. Yeah, it is interesting. What are then sort of eight, nine men, right? I guess they would play one of the holidays and maybe Kaminsky. I mean, if they stretched it that far, yeah. Or maybe Griffin turns out to be good. I don't know. But yeah. But I feel like, yeah, Justin Holiday is more likely to get minutes on a team that starts winning. Yeah. Uh, and 45 and a half is their line. That's, I abstain. I don't know. I don't know. No, I think, uh, actually, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know with that one. That's a, that's a well-placed line. <laughs> um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets. Can they, can they answer their bloody emails? <laughs> Do you want a minute of Festivus? I just, I just want to go to... I don't even want to go to a good game. I just want to go to Nets Paces. I don't want to go to Barclays at all, but I kind of have to. <laughs> it's not a good venue. It's, well, it's fine. It's, it's, so, it's, very, it's, so, it's very dark. dark. It's, so it's so dark. dark. <laughs> but it's not even like just dark in the actual arena. It's, it's cinema dark in the seating. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not just the seating. It's in the hallways too. It's everywhere. <laughs> it, it has the... The most unique lighting of an NBA arena. I think maybe because what of the lighting? color of the court. No, like on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Compared it, to it, others. It feels quite 80s. <clears throat> I anyway. feel no, I feel like they're going the other way. They're trying to be more like sleek, modern. Trendy and casual. No, well, like for instance, like I didn't choose the banker's life. That feels more 80s to me. Oh uh, yeah, you, you've lost me. Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Oh, yeah. Is that what I, you meant? I, I didn't choose the Banker's Life. The Banker's Life oh, chose me. Shut up. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're it's, right. That is, that is a, a very... That's not even called that anymore. But yeah, no, that's it's, a, called, it's got something else. Something dumb. But yeah. Gain, Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Oh, and they kept the Fieldhouse, but they got rid of Banker's Life. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the Nets. 
apparently a New Jersey Americans redirects here, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm just getting their roster. Um, I mean, it, it's not going to help you because who knows what's going to happen. Well, Utah Watanabe. Oh, see, I'm I'm more interested in like the guys on the fringe of the Nets than the big. Well, is it a big three? That's what big, I mean. I have no idea what's going to happen, right? Big, big like... two and a big two and a half. <laughs> well, they're the big two, but three guys go into the two. <laughs> yeah. Um Is Kyrie still restricted playing games? Like, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, like, yeah. just quietly, their, their assistant coaches is a list of names. Let me tell you. Because they've got Adam Caporn on there. Oh, nice. Uh, Royal Ivy. Oof, Igor Kokoshkov. Jack Vaughn. And Tiago Splitter. Jesus. Wow. And that's just the guys that I know. There's a Ro- Royal Ivy former buck. A very oh, yeah. brief tenure, but yeah. <laughs> he was Ish Smith before Ish Smith. <laughs> I mean, so was Sebastian well, Telfair, really. Like, we'll talk about any, the guy. Any early 10s Bucks guard. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Telfair was on the Bucks, wasn't he? Not that, not that I can recall. He was on just about every other team. That's where he was. No, I, I cannot remember, but no. No, he wasn't. He was on literally every other team. <sighs> Oh, that's, that, that's that's better than LeBron High School prospects Sebastian Telfair to you, <laughs> or at least on par with LeBron. Um, now we'll, we'll talk about the three guys that you have to talk about, and then we can talk about the more interesting. Yeah. Um, again, I mean, Ky- Kyrie. I I don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> Moving on, Durant. <laughs> Durant seems to want to play for them now. I mean, he would just be incredible because that's what he is. But like, yeah, odd. I guess Simmons is probably the most interesting of those three. Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page that Simmons is the third guy. Well, just by virtue of not bloody playing. He's like <laughs> non-religious Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> um, <laughs> is Isaac a biblical? Jonathan, I don't know, whatever a non-Bible name is. And it, poor pun. Um, I mean, the, the Simmons is obviously going to have the people that are quick to clown him for... Yeah. Like what was it? Uh, the, Literally the, the air ball, the air ball at practice in the park. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> I, I mean, that's bad. You, you shouldn't do that. You, if you deserve, you deserve to get clapped. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, it, yeah. That that one wasn't as bad. It was more the um the people that got on him for fouling out in a preseason. Like who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> I. But do you really think? Steve, I had to look who the coach was. <laughs> do you really think Steve? <laughs> Matt, do you think Kevin Durant? <laughs> Is letting <laughs> is letting Simmons foul out in twelve minutes in an actual game? Of course not. I I don't know whether I hope because really, to be honest, at this point, I don't really care either way about Simmons, right? But in in a national team lens, or just in general, like I've, I've given up on the the idea of like Australia, oh that oh that long gone. Like I don't Australia has moved past the need to twerk for him. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, I think he can, he's going to be better than what people expect because people have forgotten how good he was at one point. Right. I mean, he steps on the court. He's immediately a depoy candidate. Yeah. And he's a six ten point guard for God's sake. Yeah. 
and then he's running around with Kyrie Irving, KD, and Et al. And NBA Patty, not as good as Fever. Imagine him with Fever Patty, let alone NBA Patty. <laughs> yeah, well, you just said we were going to talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, sorry. TJ Warren is on the Bucks. Uh, on the Nets, sorry. TJ Warren is not on the Bucks. He's on the Nets. <laughs> he, he's another one that hasn't played since the bubble. Yeah, I know. He yeah. died. <laughs> he just, he never left Disney World. <laughs> well, I want to stay here forever. <laughs> Carried him out of Epcot Center on a mobility scooter. Oh, no. Um, yeah, he's randomly on the team. And then... Oh, Jesus. But I, the, the, they got Markeith Morris as well. Yeah, not, I don't care about Markeith Morris. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean, he'll be he'll play. He'll be annoying. Joe, is Joe Harris going to play? Is he back from the dead? He'll start when he plays. Yeah, I know. Surely. surely. Yeah, no, no, sorry. The question was, is he actually going to play? Not, is he going to start when he plays? I know he's going to play. Well, I guess the... Because he's like got a it'll be him or, situation. him or Seth, right? That plays. Oh, that starts. But that's yeah, a pretty but, good, a pretty good yeah. option to have as the fifth guy or the yeah. fourth guy with Claxton. Yes, but I'm concerned about the injury situation, not his actual status on the team. I think he's tracking to play sometime in the first two weeks. I feel like Cam Thomas is the like a guy that people don't talk about. I have I have never seen him play before, but and this uh, I'm not even talking about I'm not even talking about Cam Thomas yet. Uh, oh, okay. I feel like people are high on Dayron Sharp as well. Yes. So yeah. Sharp and Thomas, I think they were both rookies last year. Yep. Um, it was probably a virtue of the Nets being disappointing and old. Yeah. That these two young guys, and Claxton kind of falls into this boat too, but people already kind of knew about him. Um, Claxton's like the, I find it works out really well. The sort of level that he's at at the team that this is. It just seems to fit nicely. But then also they have the option of playing Simmons at centre. Well, I was going to say... Sliding Durant I don't, up. I don't, I don't love the Simmons-Claxton starting. Yeah, it is a, is a bit clunky. I guess, theoretically, when guys are healthy, what would you think about uh, Kyrie, Seth, Joe Harris, Durant, and then Simmons or Claxton? Well, it depends on if Simmons is willing to play centre. I don't see why not. Anyway, I mean, just see, you don't even have to put to play center in that, just willing to play. True. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, so Sharp and Thomas, just because they were two young guys on a disappointing old team last year, they just popped. Yeah. It, it's wild how quickly like Brooklyn flipped from this team with all of these young guys that are really exciting. And then like Dinwiddie was going off, but then they had like Laverne and Allen and. Oh, that the, the team from a yeah, Levert, and then Alan, it just completely flipped to this giant because they got Durant. Russell. Yeah, um, um, they've Ross- been through some guys, some good players too. Yeah, <laughs> we ironically, like yeah, probably the team would be better now <laughs> if they had them than some. But yeah, um, fifty-one and a half. I get this. I mean. This, this, you gotta take, abs, you gotta abstain from that one because you just it's gonna be affected by injury. I would lean under. Probably. Yeah, I think that that's the more likely. Um, um and we forgot about Royce O'Neill, the first <laughs> odd trade that Utah made. Yeah, why would we forget about him? <laughs> anyway, um 
Do you, do you have any Royce O'Neill takes? No. <laughs> sure, I mean, he's on the team. I'll see him October 31st. Maybe. Will you? Will you? Yes. yes, Brooklyn Nets, will I? <laughs> What's your ticket rep's name? I'll tag him in this when it goes out. <laughs> what is his? I mean, it's been so long since he replied that I don't even know. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to dox him. <laughs> now we've got the actual playoff teams from last year. Um, Chicago. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on. Did we forget about the Raptors? No, no, no. Well, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've just progressed to moving up the ladder. No worries. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, the Bulls are, yeah. The Bulls just can't stay healthy. It's disappointing about Lonzo. Because yeah, everything I've seen, it's like they're hopeful he'll play this season. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Although it is good to see another Central Division rival put themselves willingly through the Andre Drummond experience. <laughs> Don't know why. The the person on this team that it's like, oh my god, he's it's it's Tony Bradley. I didn't even think he was in the league anymore. I mean, I I don't think that much about Tony Bradley. (laughs) No, I don't either, but when I saw the name, I was like, oh wow. Um He was on the Bulls last year too. There you go. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like I didn't I didn't watch enough TNT. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um with, with Lonzo, I guess, uh, we spoke about this yesterday, but uh, they, are, I guess, somewhat fortunately have enough depth at guard to sort of cover that. Like, they have, they have three point guards on the bench. Oh, behind, yeah, 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 Behind yeah, yeah, sure. AO. So, like, when Lonzo plays, they, they, they theoretically, they have five guys that can play because, yeah, they've got Lonzo, Io, Caruso, Dragic, Kobe White. Yeah. And then you've also got, like, Levine and DeMar that can both play point guard too, so... Well, that's the sort of thing, right? Because it's like, well, Levine and DeRozan are going to play 37 minutes, right? In the first do... three quarters, yes. <laughs> where, do the, where do the other... Like, when... I guess you're not factoring in Lonzo at the moment, but it's like, when he's back, it's like, where do the other guys fit? It's like, they're, they're all good enough to play at least somewhat. I feel like Dragic wouldn't have signed there if he's not going to play. I don't like. He's been burned before. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel well, like well, that, that was like that was by trade run. Toronto. Uh, yeah. 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 For who? Was it Lowry? Oh, three teamer maybe. Um, because I feel like. Donovan loves Io. Yep. And Caruso. Like you've got to play Caruso. I feel like it's probably Dragic and Kobe White that are on the bubble. Like they they both have to play though. Unless you just rotate all your guards around and like there's gonna be some weird funky lineups where DeRozan plays four. Yeah. Or like the majority of their rotation is guards. Because like honestly, to I me, they're, up, to me they're pretty they're pretty good at four. Like Pat Williams well, and Javante Green's good. Well, I'm looking up and down the lineup and I'm looking like at the guys that are playable, and I'm thinking there's not many forwards here that I like rush into the rotation. 
that aren't Would, starting, I mean. Are they like, going to play Drummond or are they going to try and shift that's what I'm thinking. Pat I Williams up? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, surely they will. But Is Pat Williams 6'8 tra- or 6'10? 7, according to Wikipedia. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you, you shift up. 6 foot 7, I mean, not. Yeah. Oh, 6'7. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant 7 foot. No, oh, I, was, I was suddenly like, what? Okay, no. maybe he won't shift up. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's wiki. So I've not, I don't know exactly. Um, They've also got Simonovic, who is a seven footer. But that seems they're really, going to be they're going to be too, probably too good for that, right? It, it seems situational if yeah. you ever play. Um, I guess also, Derek, say, Jones, Derek Jones Jr. is still there. <clears throat> well, he'll play for three four, right? Yeah, or like Jumbo Small. That's not the right word for it. Jumbo Small, mm. <laughs> U- Uber Small, Uber Small Five. I guess that's probably more Pat's role. Because like, but I feel like yeah, Vooch and Drummond, in terms of rotations at center, like Drummond for all his faults, he's he's an elite backup center. Like he was good for Philly last year as a backup, and then he had to start in Brooklyn, and he was still all right. Mm. It's more just like I've seen the clips now in preseason where he's shooting threes. And I'm like ah, we're at that point of the yeah, like, this it's, this it's, again. It's yeah yeah ah this this is new, but because like he'll shoot two threes he'll, he'll go over two on th- on non-heave threes yeah it's like half court th- he'll go over two on half court uh like offense threes in poor to explain that he'll shoot two threes like that aren't heaves in a game in like december against orlando at 10 a.m that, that like that four people that aren't crack addicts are, wa- <laughs> are, are watching and the Bulls fans are going to be out in force. Like, why is he shooting threes? Because you know, every coach, every year, it's like, oh, we're letting Andre just explore his offense. Like, no, don't do that. You're going to let him explore the offense where he was playing high post and he like was suddenly a really good passer. Let him do that again. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's probably... That was no... great. That like, little stretch. Oh, well, that, that was 2015. That was the whole year, really. Yeah. Like he's a great passer. He sometimes tries the like really hard ones and can get a bit. When, when he does that, he looks like Bogut. Well, that's what I mean. But he can get yeah. a bit turnover prone. Yeah. But the point is, like, I don't think that's probably necessary on this team. Yeah, probably not. Team's probably a bit too good at guard with at, with uh, too good guard play to be running everything through an Andre yeah, well, Drummond. You, you just you, you don't need to. Well, yeah, and like. I know Bulls fans really like Dale and Terry, but I, I mean, unless he forces his way into the rotation like Io did last year, d- I don't know. Yeah, sure. He's, he's like another one of those nondescript guard forwards. Mm. Uh, and the Bulls line is forty-one and a half. Interesting. Probably well, go over on that. No, that's, a, over. No, that's an over. It, the over is slightly favoured at one seventy-nine, but I feel like that's still an over. That's. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought people would be too high on the balls. Yeah. I guess, like, I don't know how much of that is affected by Lonzo. I wouldn't have thought he's that. You know. I mean, he, he's at the margins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, in terms of, like, yeah, um, DeRozan and Levine out will affect you by not having 30, but Lonzo will, like, possession over possession defensively, right? Yeah. 
Um, I'm, I'm surprised it's that low. They won like 46 games last year, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was as lightning in a bottle as the Cavs. Like, I feel like that 46 has more staying power than the Cavs one. I guess the worry with the Bulls is that it turns into the the Knicks last year. Yeah, no fair. Um, is Scotty Barnes the best player in the 2021 draft class? You know, I'd forgotten about that. The, the rookie of the year thing. I forgot about that until this afternoon. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I really had, they really let that happen. <laughs> It's not the Barnes. It's not the Barnes is bad either. No, it's just there were two better players than him. It's not just one. Uh, like they, they literally like. I thought of all the awards that were like safe from record, like team success. Rookie of the year was sacred in that respect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's the three that you got three legit candidates. And it's just, oh, well, he's on a better team, so he gets it. That's why, it's why we like a two-party system. <laughs> Can't let these bloody third-party candidates get in. I, it. Uh, like, Cade is better, but I. It, it is insane to me that Mobley didn't win. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, the, the Cabs were better than the Raptors. <laughs> well, they weren't. No, but they were. I don't care what the... Record. They were. <laughs> they were. You slamming your fists on the table. They were. <laughs> I want ice cream. Yeah, Your Honor, they were. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the Cavs just got screwed by injuries at the end of the season. Mm. Like I said earlier, a candidate against the plane. Um, well, so Raph- you had you had Cade's votes to Mobley. Like, like that's an incredibly one-dimensional way of looking at it. But if you had Cade's votes to Mobley, he wins. What, all three of them? He got nine. Cade? Yeah. Did he get nine first place votes? Nine firsts, That's yeah. more than I thought. Yeah, good on him. Actually, it probably came down to the splits. Mobley probably only needed one or two more firsts and then he would have got it because he only lost by about 15 overall. The breakdown I'm looking at at the moment doesn't actually have the... Uh, second and third. Second and third, yeah, but I'd assume the way that it, like this distribution is that, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're looking at team all length, it's the uh, it's the Raptors. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Raptors. I have little to no opinions on. Like they'll be fine. They're well coached, right, so the, like they have guys. I mean, that the the Raptors. Gonna... Yeah, they're, they're fishing around the margins with their moves, like getting in Porter Junior. and Wancho. Nice. Yeah, they got Thad Young, the thirteen point five club, five point eight, and. <laughs> Uh, no, 5.9, 1.8 or whatever it was, mm. while shooting 43%. That's the, they, similar to Miami, they find guys that do stuff. Yeah. Um, Precious is pretty good. Ken Birch is all right. Banton might be, might be on, something. Um, I, I like Banton. On Thad Young, I was going to say, I wonder with that the famous graphic we're talking about, I wonder if... Because one of the qualifiers was field goal percentage, right? Or three-point percentage or something. Yeah. I wonder if they actually lowered the percentage. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was shooting better than that, but they lowered it to get LeBron into the graphic. Because <laughs> I, feel, I feel like, no, and bear with me, 
I feel like a graphic like that looks more impressive when it's you and LeBron. Oh yeah. Than yeah. when it's just you by yourself. <laughs> so I wonder if they like fudge those numbers to to make sure LeBron got in there. Probably not. But... It's conspiracy theory. <laughs> Who else was on it? It was like Bird and Jordan. Um... I, think, I think it was Bird, Jordan, LeBron. Young. Was there a fifth guy on it? Was it just? No, nah, I don't think so. Oh, surely, Ma- Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, you found it. Yeah, I found it. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the Mount Rushmore. Like what people don't. Know I, about I said Matt. I said this to you yesterday. It's a Paul Pierce level of insertion. <laughs> <laughs> what people don't know about Mount Rushmore is it's a fifth face looking the other way at the back of the mountain, <laughs> <laughs> and it's that young. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I kind of like the Raptors will be good, but probably not as good as the top level contender, and not bad enough to be playing. They and, and not good enough to beat the Pistons again. <laughs> like I, Chris, the, the Raptors, people really, really like Christian Coloco. Seven foot one, two thirty. Not bad. We'll, we'll see if he plays. I, I mean. I haven't watched any Raptors preseason, but I'm looking at their center rotation and like it, it's Ken Birch and Chris Boucher. Both good, but ESPN has C Arkham starting at center. I don't know about that, but Oh, who's the four then? Maybe Barnes. that's the thing. Barnes, yeah. They've got Van Vliet, Trent, uh, another be Barnes and C Arkham. I don't know whether ESPN just try to shoehorn the best players into the five. But well, well, okay. Who's likely to not start out of that group then? Ananobi? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, he's played really good in the preseason. The, the Raptors have a lot of go similar to the Magic, but just on a better scale. And maybe <laughs> a bit more like... Everything's compared to the Magic. Pretty much. Well, it's the first team we talked about. So. Or, or Indiana. No, Detroit was. What are you on about? Or one of the first teams. <laughs> <clears throat> Indiana, with big, Indiana with border with customs. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's the Pacers with healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> At a lower legal drinking age. Um, they have a lot of guys that are like not, they weren't instantly the first choices in their draft to be like the superstars, but like they could end up being really good. But it's like, are they going to breach the ceiling that have sort of been put on them the last couple of years? Gary Trent, OG, doesn't necessarily apply to Barnes, but is Achua. there. Yeah, Achua. See Arkham even. It's like, I get. Siakam's an odd one. Right? What I was talking about before with the Hawks making the conference finals, it's like they've won a ring with Siakam. So how do you... It's like, oh, is he ever going to be the guy on a championship team? Like, he has been. Although he, wasn't, was, he wasn't the guy. No, he wasn't the guy, but I'm saying, like, he's been on a championship team. I, I don't think he was, like, guy four on that team, really. Mm. It's Yeah, it's tough, right? Because, obviously, Kawhi was the guy. But yeah. then, like, I feel like Lowry and Van Vliet were both better than him yes. in, in those playoffs, or at least in the finals. Especially Van Vliet. Maybe Larry, you could argue, but. And then I'd add in Flynn as well. I mean, he's not going to play. He'd probably he'd be one. He'd be like the backup guard. Really? Probably. I think he's all right. I feel like they'd rather just run like Banton at point guard or Barnes as backup point guard than, than play Flynn. Flynn didn't play much last year. I feel like it was more open last year. I think they played Flynn. Like they didn't play Flynn, and they weren't they weren't playing Dragic. So. 
spent far too much time talking about Malachi Flynn. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, it's sort of, I guess the point I was making, it's like the a lot of guys that it's like, oh, they can make the, they're sort of in the perennial MIP contenders. Yeah. Um, although Siakam has literally won it. But <laughs> um, is Van Vliet going to be an all-star again? Who knows? He, he was an all star last year, wasn't he? Yeah, I know that's an old one for me. Bit it's, like uh, the that's like the legacy all star. Yeah, which is odd as well for me. It's just it's. Uh, I guess I've never been super huge on Van Vliet, but he has certainly played well enough. Well, like um, Van Vliet, it he's kind of like Brunson, right? In in the yeah, fact yeah. that also was he always double zero? He wasn't, was he? Was he five? I thought he was, t- he was 23, wasn't he? Who knows? The point is, he's now double zero. Yeah, his Wikipedia photo is literally number something he, three. He was 23, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was five. Let me type in Raptors five. <laughs> See who we get. It's a chewer. No, but like, it's, it's it. No, well, I'm not thinking of a chewer. Oh, Damari Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, but I, I think you know where I'm going with this anyway, right? But with the Brunson and Van Vliet comparison, it's like, well, they're obviously elite guards, yeah, um, and they're going to be paid well. But also, as a fan of a bad team, you don't want to be that team that pays them. Yeah. Like you don't want to put your stock into him being like the face of a an up and coming franchise. Yeah, well, it's like they've been is, really they've been really good, but how much better can they be? It's like it's short of calling them system players because that's not what I mean either. Yeah, but you know, like like when when it was rumored that the Pistons were like one of the main suitors for Brunson during the playoffs, everybody winced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though he's going crazy in the play, and it's like, oh god, I wish we had a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had a guy like that to to go for thirty five points as we lose. To it's, the, a, it's, a, it's like to the, the it's Wizards. like have, have you seen that meme where it's like, I wish I had a guy like that. And it's like, hey, and it's like, no, and he's like, oh, it's literally me in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rapper's line is forty six and a half. Seems high to me. It does. It's a team with, like I, I said, feel, that sort of potent. It's those perennial guys that feel like they could win MIP. It's like OG well, the, could be, yeah, lesser Kawhi. I mean, it, what if what if Scotty won Most Improved? That would be a, it'd be outrageous. How much is he for Most Improved? <laughs> okay, well, while you look that up, yeah. I feel like the Raptors are going to fall into that basket of regular season tryhards. Yeah, but uh, like they also they have a team to be good sixteen wise. Maybe not that good, but like good. Yeah, but they're not. They don't have the miles on the legs. Like they're not. Like you know, they're not the Sixers resting and beat. They're not the Bucks with Giannis. They're not. No, well, they they don't have the the biggest ticket. I feel they like, don't have like the clear Toronto one. and and Miami feel like there's regular season tryhards. Mm. Have you found Barnes's most improved odds yet? I can't even get on the bloody most improved market. <laughs> it, 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 it look, it doesn't matter. Uh, hang on, I, I can. I'm on it right now. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Dad. Let, let me <laughs> gamble together. 
I know you're going to scroll down the money list Scotty, to find no, it. Just, o, o, OG's at $41. Control F, thank you. Uh, Scotty is $36. What? Kate is also 36 And for reference, Mobley is 46 Uh, your boy Keldon is 34. There's a bet for you. Not bad. I don't know. I, I said this to you. I don't know who to pick of my three spurs of the three spurs. <laughs> Who's the other one besides Keldon, Vassell, and Trey Jones? Oh, Trey Jones is the and then Primo was announced looking out the he's in the window looking in out the window looking in. <laughs> anyway, we spent um uh, the Sixers. Let's go to the Sixers. Like, I felt like we're going to get through these last few teams pretty quickly because there's not much to preview with them because it's like, well, they're good. We know they're good. Well, it's we'll we'll see you in April. Is the yeah? yeah. Um, I, think well, Harden, I think Harden will be better this year. I think the, the Sixers have made a couple of really nice additions. P- p- like whatever you think of. The PJ Tucker not tampering. <laughs> um, Harold, nice. Yep. But I might be the biggest DeAnthony Meltzer guy on the internet. He's going to be useful. Because, and I saw this. Sorry, I, I might not even be the biggest DeAnthony Meltzer guy because I saw a take from I forget who, but it was like I don't know why everyone is so quick to anoint the Grizzlies as like the, the, I don't know, the favorites or whatever. It's because they're fun. For the West. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But the validation for that was like, they've lost Anthony Melton and haven't really replaced him. Like what? <laughs> not that good. Not that important to the Grizzlies. Probably more important to the Sixers than the Grizzlies, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Because he, like, I feel like there was points last year where he was out of the rotation for the Grizzlies. Yeah, he didn't play. Yeah, but they, they were starting Zaria Williams. How did you say his name? Zaria Williams. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said Zari. Like what? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Sixers. They added Harold, uh, Melton, Tucker, Daniel House. Like they're a lot deeper. Daniel. Sorry. Also, also, when when you said you're the, I, I didn't want to cut you off because you're making a legitimate point. When when you were saying I am the biggest, I thought you were going to say I'm the biggest melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually providing some analysis for once. Then you just go, that's, that's why no, no, but that's why I didn't cut you off. Yeah, bus wanker. <laughs> um, I felt the Sixers won't be forced into playing guys like Niang and Korkmaz and Niang was okay. Shake Milton huge minutes anymore. Off the bench. Well, they, won't be, they won't be forced into it, but they still will. <laughs> yeah, they still. I feel like uh, the B-ball Paul, good player. That's Paul Reed. ESPN, ESPN have him above Harold. At what center? At center, yeah. What, so Harold's the third center? Supposedly. Yeah, that's wrong. I did I did read. I picked, I picked up Harold for this week. In fantasy, but then I read that people Paul may actually play over him. And I go, oh Jesus! Surely, surely Paul can play. Uh, Paul Reed can play next to like most of the other guys on in that front line, except oh, probably I, Harold. I think I think they they like Niang. He's a decent shooter. 
Yeah, but he doesn't do much else. Doesn't matter. You don't need it. You're bloody hardened and embedded. I, I do think. Harris. I do think. I do think the aim is probably more useful than Corkmaz out of the two. Corkmaz will give you that random thirty game. Yeah, followed by like a, a month where he scores thirty total. <laughs> also, I love how everyone assumes Niang is like some random Euro. Yes, it's Iowa State. Yeah, but not even that. It's like just a legit American, like from Massachusetts. <laughs> um, what do you reckon Thibault's role is going to be this year? Wholly dependent on how good Melt is. <laughs> does does Thibault become expendable then? Perhaps. Again, if if Melton can shoot, then like you don't need to play Thibault as much. Like Melton's, I don't think, as good a defender. He's definitely not as good. Oh, he's... certainly not. I would <laughs> no. Like um, Thibault's got the size at the guard. But Thibault Melton, will become Melton more is, situational. Yeah, Melton is far and away a better offensive player. I feel like the Sixers have kind of covered Thibault with both Melton and um, Tucker. Yep. And maybe a little bit of Daniel House too. Sorry, Daniel. Daniel, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's it's and, an odd thing, right? Because I would say like Tybal's probably a better defender than PJ Tucker, but like you feel like just the way that it's they sort of put themselves together. Um, Tucker fits better with the starters, mm. and will probably be more important. More corner bigger... gravity. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Is he still? I don't think he's the league leader in corner threes anymore. But uh, who knows? I think the. His most recent tenures broke that, but like, <laughs> I think the Sixers needed him probably more than anybody. Just a kick in the pants type thing. Because I feel like the Sixers have had the the Sixers are, are fake tough, <laughs> yeah. even more even more so than Miami, right? Because it's like <laughs> Butler's legitimately like a dog, but like, <laughs> um, listen, listen to me talking like this, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, Butler's legit. Butler got that dog in him, bro. He's, 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 legit, a dog. He, he's legit a dog. It's Listen the X, it's the X-ray with the dog in the chest. Fucking white boy from Parramatta <laughs> talking about dog. Um, but yes, I feel like Tucker does a lot for them that sort of way, particularly Embiid, Harden. Yeah. Yeah, Embiid, Harden, to a lesser extent, Tobias Harris. I don't think Tobias, Tobias Harris is fine, but yeah. I mean, like we know what we're going to get with them. I wonder if people have gone the other way too much on Tyrese Maxey now, though. Like overrated? Yeah. Maybe. But it's also like, I'm not, when I'm playing against the Sixers, I'm not, Tyrese Maxey is like, in in terms of like big games, Tyrese Maxey is going to be the guy that like randomly pops off. For, like, I wouldn't be surprised the game against the Celtics. You're so, you're so worried about Harden and Embiid that Maxey just gets the opportunity to well, drop that's what makes 18. Him- yeah, like, that's what makes him. He, he's the the fourth guy on this team. Makes yeah. him, or maybe third. I don't know where he ranks with Tobias. Um, probably third. Yeah, to be honest. Um, would you take Maxi over Halliburton? No, never close. <laughs> I don't even know if that was serious, but it, don't insult me. <laughs> it was more just because I asked the question with Hayes in the same draft class. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I didn't get the Sixers line. Apologies. I imagine it would be over 50. What is it going to be? 53 and a half, 52 and a half. Well, based on those answers, you're going to take the over 50 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could say that. 
I think Vera Kane did it for a lot of rest. Like just oh well, not- yeah. I mean, just in being injured. Not- but this is probably this is one of the better. This is the best I feel about the Sixers in a while. Yeah, yeah. Because um, a lot of that is uh, predicated on. I think Harden will be better, significantly better. Yeah. Not like MVP level, but in terms of just effect, like effectiveness. Yep. And then I would pick Embiid to win MVP, just given the way that the voting. The Bucks. Sergio Barker's back. Ooh. I mean, yeah, it's not much. No. no. <laughs> like, I mean, he's not, you're not going to play. Is he an assistant coach? <laughs> I mean, like, it's not much for the whole team to talk about, really. Like, they got Joe Ingles, but he's not going to play until, like, March, probably. Yeah, that'd be fun when, I mean, when or if it happens. Yeah, but like the rest of the team, like, is this the year Jordan War finally breaks out? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, probably not. I mean, like, uh, Marjon Beecham. He's, he's, not, he's not even on the depth chart. So <laughs> who knows? Uh, I mean, yeah, Marjon, Beauchamp, Beecham, however you say it, he's like the only guy really who I can see like forcing his way into like the end of the rotation that's not already there because the team's the same. Um, the team's the same. Chris is out and Pat, are, Pat is out. So they've got like, they're probably going to have to start like George Hill or Javon Carter. They, I don't know. I don't have huge takes on this, but they probably need it. They need somebody else. They're going to have to do something before the deadline, probably. Um, maybe, oh, sorry. Grayson Allen will probably start. Oh, no. He's already starting. Yes. Javon Carter will start. It's, um, it's well, so who was out? Did you say Chris and Pat? Chris, Chris and Pat. So it'll be... Well, you've got two options. You start Hill or Carter or you start Portis. Holiday, Allen, Giannis. Portis Lopez is like one option. Yeah, I'd probably go the other way. Yeah. Um, I think A, Bobby, you're so good off the bench and B, I don't really want to play Giannis at three. Probably not. I mean, he could do it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not saying you can't do it. Yeah. Do whatever he wants. You play him at two if you're really getting excited. It was more just like, no cool. point. It's, I don't know. I mean, again, the Bucks didn't really give a shit last year, so they're probably not going to care much this year either, as long as they get in. And then they'll sort of see where they're at. But probably need a scoring guard. Maybe I've seen people suggest Clarkson. I haven't really looked into how that would work. But yeah, I feel like they need. Could they, they, really could they trade for Boyan at the deadline? With what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of the, the, the Bucks are really locked. It was suddenly they got yeah. no picks. That's a thing, right? They got like nothing that a bad I mean, team would want. The Bucks won the title, so I'm really not concerned either way. But you sort of blink, and they became like the oldest team out there. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I read the Ringer. I think it was the Ringer, the the young core ranking that they do every year. Mm. Basically, everyone 25 and under. Yeah, Bucks came last. Do they even have anyone under 25 besides like Bochamp? Is is Noir 25 or 20? Yeah, probably not. Uh, Nora's 24. Yeah. And they've got like, oh, sorry, they've got like in. Sandro, who's irrelevant as far as I'm concerned for this. And he, he may actually, he may be forced to play. AJ Green. Like who? Yeah, did AJ, AJ Green might have got cut, but... Um, he's, a two, he's on the two-way apparently, so... Yeah, there you go. But I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, this is a real CU in April team. Giannis will do just enough like, to... Like maybe they'll get someone like Clarkson, maybe they'll randomly go for like Miles Turner or like this is, this is what we talked maybe about. Maybe they'll go for Buddy Heald. I feel like Buddy Heald's probably more attainable. 
maybe we're gonna have to probably pay him too much he's not a t- too big of a deal um but um yeah, Buddy Hill earns, earns $23.5 million a year there, Jim. Yeah, trade Bobby. <laughs> you would never trade Bobby. <laughs> no, the, the mayor. <laughs> What's Pat earning? But it's, yeah, yeah, the Bucks. Whatever. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I've got, I've got this, no this, is conti- this is year over year contention. I've got it becomes no takes, boring. I've got no takes on the Bucks or the next team, but 52 and a half is the Bucks line. It's too close. They're going to win about that, probably. They, they, they're probably behind at the beginning and then have to try a little bit because, like, Chris is just, out. Just to get, like, a top four or three. Well, you want to at least be top two, three. Just for... I mean, again, that's the... the uh, you'd Basically, you'd hate to play, like, Cleveland or Atlanta in the first round, but you're probably going to have to. Well, you're going to have to. Well, the thing, the Bucks played the Bulls in the first round last time. Yeah, the Bulls are on their, their last legs though at that point. Yeah, but this is the this is the um, as I said, you win the title or year over year contention, it becomes boring. <laughs> um, any more bucks? But we'll see you in April. Boston, they've made a few moves, but I mean, none of them really do much for me. Oh, the Brooklyn's good. Like they they, get, they got a bit deeper, which is probably what they needed, but. Like they get Brogdon, they get Blake Griffin, they've got uh who was the third guy I just saw? Hornet, Cornet. Gallinari, that's right. Although he's injured, so <laughs> yeah. I mean he's not gonna play at all, isn't he? Oh yeah, what did he that's right, yeah. What did he do again? Did he So ACL MCL, something like that? Achilles? Maybe. I was I typed in Google Daniel Gallinari. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that? Did you put Daniel? <laughs> Not, quite. Not quite. I brought this up with you with Gallinari. I find like every year it's like, oh, we've got to, we're so hyped about MLE signings or whatever. And very rarely do these guys actually contribute. It's like, oh, he would be like the most exciting thing uh, that it we was, have is yeah. like cheap signings on value. Like, oh my God, Gallinari at the MLE is awesome. And then he just not, doesn't play or yeah. nothing comes That's like, I do like the, that part of the ba- being a bad team is like, oh, we could pitch 20 million for XYZ, <laughs> but they need to win. So um, Gallinari is ACL, yes. Yeah. Um, Blake Griffin. I mean, I don't know how much he's got left. I don't know how much he's got left, but it's nice. Um, The Hornet Cornet. (laughs) Justin Jackson. Eh. Another dude. They're going to have to play their guys a lot. I know this was the issue, but they're going to have to play their guys a lot. Noah Vonley. You are not getting... There's Noah Vonley still in the league. (laughs) They've got Miffy under Kevin Gallagher. Yeah. That they true they do. Um, it's insane that the guys that played in the finals are going to have to play like thirty-five minutes a game in the regular season every single game. Yeah, because it's like, and this was this is what Brogdon was, like, is not going to play more than sixty this, games. This is what we said, right? It was like the in the finals, it, your top seven is what matters, and Boston's top seven was one of like it's stacked up. Yeah, but that's for the playoffs. It's not like you can't like the problem is that the, the guys eight through fifteen were just non-existent mm. like t- they had like guys like matt ryan last year he doesn't like, even he doesn't even play basketball <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they drafted him mac jones to sit on the bench 
He threw, he threw for 4,000 yards. It didn't help him. <laughs> the basketball court's only 94 feet. <laughs> kept, kept turning it over, the idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, and like obviously time lords out. For... That, that does help. That does hurt the depth. I think uh, Hornet Cornet's going to have to play. He's, he's useful. I was never a fan of the whole Time Lord situation last year. Because mm. like it, it felt like chasing a mirage. Yeah, I mean he's still a ride. It would no, it's, it was more the no. I, mean, he, I I love him as a player. It was more the like forcing him to play those min, like the whole yeah, the how they did like the knee. And part, it was his choice. I get that, but mm. yeah, there was no real. It's long term pain for short term. Well, pain. <laughs> it's it. I guess they're they're another team that's sort of locked in as well. Like, I guess they did get Brogdon. That's a you know, it's not nothing. Yeah, not nothing there. But um, actually, did I, guess get... I was so disappointed with them in the finals. I really it was just like Jesus. That was your chance. I think I said what was my? I think my tip was Warriors in six. Go me. I thought I thought that this is like when maybe with the Rockets a couple of years ago. I'm like Jesus, just feel, feel bad. <laughs> like um, yeah, it was there. You had it. Steph didn't need to win again. Yeah, and we we did get one question, which I'll tie in now because it was about Boston. Well, there was two, but one of them's a clear piss take. Um, Maddie asks, besides being incredible for the vibes, which he so far seems to be. What do you think Blake Griffin can bring to the Celtics? I'm fine with him being just a vibes guy, but obviously some uncorp benefits would be nice. Yeah, it's probably just vibes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might have random games where he'd be useful, but like we we saw with the Nets last year in limited spurts, every now and again, like yeah. effective. But it's going to be like a ten minutes per game every like second or third game. Not no. like he's not going to play twenty minutes a night anymore. No, because like. He is, he's like one wet spot on the court away from being taken out the back and shot. So, Jesus. <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the piss take question was also, Maddie, how many games are the Celtics winning and why is it all of them? Oh, well, I well, can the, the, I only, can the se- only reason they're winning all of them because they have to play the literal <laughs> final starting lineup. I can segue that into their wins line, which is 53 and a half. Probably over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably over only just maybe. Yeah, well set line. Yes, congratulations! It's, it's like a like a uh, a two putt clap. <laughs> uh, and obviously, the last team is the Miami Heat. Like, yeah, they don't excite me. What have they done? Um, please hold. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm bringing it up. Oh, yeah, they paid Tyler Hero a lot. Um, yeah, they really they're the same team. Yeah, the, like the, the, they're paying Tyler Hero. They're paying. They brought, <laughs> brought Max Haslam back Bruce, for year playing... three thousand. Paulie Montre. <laughs> yeah, like Tyler Hero, Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, all the same player, <laughs> earning a hundred million combined this year or something stupid. Um, they're solid. They'll be, they'll be there thereabouts. Whatever. I don't know if they're going to be the one seed again, but uh... I mean they might because they're tryhards. I mean, I guess, but all I've seen this preseason is Miami Twitter raving about Nikola Jovic. Oh, yes, yes, that's the most interesting thing for them. He's not going to play though. Yeah, he might. I thought he might, but yeah. 
They probably will. But Miami play guys. Actually, so they, the one the one thing they do they play they, the guys. They did randomly start Casey Ocpala once. Yeah, and he looks sort of okay. That's that's Miami system, and, and they got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, he's on the. Uh, where is he now? Jazz. I don't know. Probably, if if in doubt, say the Jazz. No, he's on the Kings. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but the Miami win line is 49 and a half. I'd probably take that over. Well, you definitely would, considering <laughs> they're gutting really hard. Um, yeah, probably. Um, who's your pick to make it out of the East right now? Uh, I think I might be the Sixers. Sacrilegious. But I think I might <laughs> be the Sixers at the moment. I don't know what the Bucks are going to look like when they get there. I thought the Sixers are the safest pick because we don't know what the Nets are going to look like. The Bucks might have some catching up to do. Boston, yeah. Are they deep enough? Miami, are they elite enough at the top? I guess for me, the Bucks had the same team last year, and they probably would have made it if they were healthy. But yeah, yeah. I just I think Harden's going to be better. I don't think that like it's not. The Sixers by a mile, certainly. The East is still very squashed at the top. There's sort of four or five teams contending. Yeah. But yeah, the Sixers probably have the least concerns about. Yeah, probably lean Sixers. And they, as well. they can take it the easiest. But I'll say the Nets for a different answer. Interesting. Was that just God mode, KD? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nah, fair. Simmons doing literally anything. <laughs> yes. We got more yeah. out of Simmons than we thought we would. Played like <laughs> 10 points a game. <laughs> Pl- played 10 games. <laughs> yeah, well, that concludes the Eastern Conference portion of the NBA season previews. Um, I'll see you in five minutes for the West. Yes, the, the, probably the shorter Western one. Yeah. <laughs>